Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Rita Grandy, just keep hungering and thirsting after the word, and you're gonna run right into your purpose. I promise you will. Thank you. My God, thank you. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Father. We thank you, we bless you. We magnify you, we glorify you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 God of mercy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I thank you, Lord. I bless your name. I praise you. 
I magnify you. I lift up your name. I say thank you, Lord. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Lord. Here's my story. Life in favor. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Angela Moss Willingham, I've been praying for you this morning, my God. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God, 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 glory to God. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I lift up your name. Candace Bozeman, it was good to meet you the other day. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Kim Wynn. Thank you, Kim Yarley. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I lift up your name. I glorify you, Lord God. I just simply say thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your my life. Thank you for your favor. Thank you, Father God, for pursuing me for I am the one that God went after. I am the one that God went after. I am Lord God. I thank you. 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 You don't even know all my story. Lord God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Father. I thank you. I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I lift up your name. I am pretty sure that you have something to be thankful for, that you have something that you can pause just for a second and and bless his name. And you may have awakened in a situation that was unlikely or didn't seem like uh, God's favor was working for you. I just want you to drop a thanks. Drop a thanks. If you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, just drop, God, I thank you for my mind. God, I thank you for um, your, the Holy Spirit. God, I thank you for your love. God, I thank you for your grace. God, I thank you for your mercy. God, I thank you for being sovereign. God, I thank you for your justice. God, I thank you for peace. I thank you for good mental health, Lord God. I thank you for your favor. I thank you for your love. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for a place to stay. And I thank you for heat. And I thank you for air. And I thank you that there is food in my refrigerator. And I thank you there is food in my cabinets. And I thank you, Father God, for good neighbors. And I thank you for a good neighborhood for me to live in. I thank you for lights and water, Lord God. I thank you that you washed me in your blood. You washed me in your blood. And I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for choosing me. Yeah. I thank you that I'm adopted. I thank you, Father God, that I am loved. I thank you, Father God, that I am the righteousness 
in Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that you have delivered me in my trouble. My God, you delivered me in my trouble. I thank you, Lord God, you have sanctified me and set me apart. I thank you, Father God, that you favored me, that you favored me, that you love me, that you've kept me, Lord God, that you've been consistent, Lord God, that even when others weren't consistent or I wasn't consistent, I thank you. I thank you for my sons, Javen, Jalil, Jermaine, Josiah, and Judah. And I thank you for all of my grandsons, Lyric Logan, Shiloh, and Casey. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for life. I thank you for my mother, Janie. I thank you for my father. I thank you for all of my eight siblings, Lord God. My 11 siblings, I'm sorry. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for your faithfulness. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for ministry. I thank you, Father God, for giving me the gift to write. I thank you, Father God, for entrepreneurship. I thank you, Father God, for the ink pad and the women that you allow me to sow into their lives. I thank you, Father God, for um, the time that you give, have given me on radio. I thank you for JC Love, Deshauna, and Jenny. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father, for that. I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for Jamar. I thank you, Father God, just for Canaan Christian Center. I thank you, Father God, for the leadership team. I thank you for Apostle Craig and Cheryl Banks, Lord God, and the sacrifices and the love they made. I thank you for my friends, Lord God. I thank you for the ministry team. I thank you, Lord God, for Jessica. I thank you for Shonda and Shonda. I thank you for Wed. I thank you, Father God, for just all those that have served, Lord God, everybody that has volunteered, Lord God, for Kim, for Andrea, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, just for the lives and the places and speaking engagements. And I thank you, Father God, for the books that you deposited on the inside of me. And I thank you for the trees, Lord God, and grass, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you. You are such a sovereign God. I thank you for friendships. I thank you for solid friends. I thank you for friends who believed in me and cared for me. And I thank you, Father God, for friends who are far and near. And I thank you for this devotional. And I thank you, Father God, for Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and Periscope and Twitter, Lord God. I thank you for those platforms. And I thank you for the website. And I thank you for internet. And I thank you for my phone service. And I thank you for my computer, which was sewn into me. And I thank you for my washing machine. And I thank you for this couch that I sit on, Lord God. And I thank you, Father God. You have crowned my head with glory. I just say, thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for grace. And I thank you for brand new mercies, Lord God. And I thank you for just my friends and family. And I thank you for acceleration and promotion. And I thank you, Lord God, for just absolutely everything. I will not take anything for granted. I thank you for my grandmother who had the boldness to walk in ministry, Lord God. I thank you for she set a tone and I thank you, Father God, for my other grandparents, for all my grandparents have gone to be with you in glory and I thank you for them, Lord God. And Lord, I even thank you for my challenges and my persecutions for I know you were growing me up, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for clothes in my closet and shoes and the opportunities that you've given me to serve, Lord God. I Thank you, Father God, for health, and health is my portion, and I, my eyes are 20-20, and I thank you, Father God, for hands that can serve you and feet that don't run swift into evil. I thank you, Lord God. I bless, praise you. I magnify you. I thank you. You woke me up this morning. I 
Thank you for every opportunity that you've given me. I thank you for wisdom. I thank you for knowledge. I thank you for understanding that comes from above, my God. I thank you even for towels in my cabinet and washing powder. I thank you for every person that sows continuously into the ministry. I thank you for every person that sows continuously into my life. I thank you, Lord God, for those that um, have honored the widow. <laughs> my God, I thank you for those that have honored me as widow, Lord, and just made sure we were all right. I thank you for Stephen who cut my grass years ago. And I thank you for people who have been sensitive to your voice and said, let me take care of this for you. I thank you, Father God, for taking care of the poor and letting me take care of the poor. I thank you. You are such a sovereign God. I thank you for your wisdom that can only come from above. I thank you for the peace that passes all understanding, Lord God. I thank you. 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 My God, I thank you this morning. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you. I thank you, Father God, for just being intentional with me. And I thank you for being for choosing me. And I thank you, Father God, for developing me and growing me in the things of Christ. And I thank you for grace. I thank you for grace. I thank you for grace. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for grace. I thank you for grace. Well, good morning, y'all. Um, the song that was play, play, playing earlier was Life in Favor by John P. Key. I'm just so grateful. I have such a grateful heart and I'm just so thankful. Thank thanking God just for absolutely everything. And I hope you take that position this morning that you just begin to bless God and thank him for absolutely everything, right? For deliverance, for chasing after you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Lord God, bless the words of my mouth. Bless this devotional today. I thank you, Father God. Let me pray a word over you today and we're going to get started in our word and we'll read our Psalms 91 and then I'm going to give you what God gave me for us this morning and we're going to chew on this and we're going to digest this. Today's devotional is I am favored and I hope when we finish that you understand the favor of the Lord and you understand what that really means for you to be favored, right? That you get his favor, that you understand his favor. Yeah, I, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for international opportunities. Shit, you're real cool shit. I'm grateful for buildings that are coming. I'm grateful for vans to be able to transport people. I thank you for blocks. I thank you for gardens. I thank you for apartment complexes. I thank you for houses. I thank you for intergenerational communities. I thank you for international reach for this devotional. I thank you that this devotional is absolutely everywhere so that people can learn the kingdom of God. I thank you, Lord God, that the angels go before me. I thank you. I have angels that work for me. I thank you. My angels are employed and they, they are moving on my behalf. I thank you, Father God, that um, partnerships are coming into the ministry. I thank you, Father God, that seed is being sown so that we can do what we're supposed to do, that this ministry lacks absolutely nothing, Father God, that you are giving to this ministry daily, that you're positioning this ministry so that we can go save souls throughout the world. <laughs> we can save souls. That is the goal, to go save souls throughout the world so that we can take care of the poor, so that we can take care of those in prison 
prison and we can take care of the orphans. Father, I thank you for houses, for orphanages. I thank you for the wisdom for it all. I thank you. You are opening doors that no man can close so that we can go take care of the widows. I thank you, Father God, for the developments and the land, Lord God, so we can build kingdom, so we can restore broken women, Lord God, so we can help all the single moms become whole, Lord God, so that women can pursue their purpose, Father God, in kingdom and not in the things of this world, Lord God. I just thank you. I needed to release that. I'm just telling you, I just thank you for that, Lord God. I thank you for international impact as wide as the seas are for your glory, Lord God. Thank you for positioning us for your glory. Like Esther, we've been called to a certain place. So I thank you for favoring us and putting us in position. <coughs> and that is not just for me, that is for everybody divinely connected to this ministry that's supposed to be a part. So I thank you for every time you share the devotional, because when you share the devotional, what you're doing is creating a worldwide impact. So do not be ashamed of the gospel. If you have had a hard time discipling people, then just share the devotional. That's a way to get bold. Just share it. Don't care about who's on your timeline. Oh, well, I'm in a profession that people don't necessarily believe in God. You better stop being worried about what people on your timeline thinking. Share the gospel. Let's get the gospel absolutely absolutely everywhere. If you're more concerned about people, then you're ashamed of the gospel. If you're more concerned about your profession, God can take that profession from you. You need to understand that. And if you don't want God to take that profession from you, you better share the gospel. You better share the gospel. You better stop being concerned about what people think about your timeline and what people are saying about your spirituality and what people are saying about your relationship with God. You better get unconcerned you better get unconcerned. You better share the gospel more than you share all them little memes and all that other little stuff, the gospel. You better share. That's what you were called. We were called to disciple and share the gospel. So I just pray today that a spirit of boldness comes upon you and that all fear goes away and that you stop worrying about offending people for the sake of the gospel. When you worry about fending people for the sake of the gospel, you're more concerned about people than you are Jesus Christ and the fact that he saved you and the fact that he loved you and the fact that he supported you and that he, the fact that he's provided. You better push people out the way and say, and I'm not just talking about this, just other things that God compels you to share. Share, put the gospel, we need to get the gospel of Jesus Christ everywhere. He coming, he's coming after a church without a spot or a a wrinkle. And even if you don't feel like you're worthy, I don't care. Share the gospel. Forget what somebody else thinks about where you were last night and what you were doing. That's the trick and trap of the enemy. Share the gospel anyway. And if somebody comes for you, send them my way. Send them my way. Say, I'll help you with that. Send them my way. We'll let the Holy Spirit deal with them. We'll start praying for them. We'll start interceding for them because they don't have any, they, they don't have any business looking at what you're doing. They don't have any business judging you. They don't have any business judging what you say. So I'm just declaring there's a holy boldness on you to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and put it absolutely everywhere in every group. Being mindful, not caring. If somebody isolates you because of the gospel, let them isolate you. Let them isolate you. Let them isolate you. And let's get in position. If you're afraid to share the gospel, let's get in position and start talking 
right? About how you can share the gospel and you can become whole and bold in your faith so you don't deny kingdom, right? If God says, if you deny me before men, Jesus said, if you're going to deny me before men, then guess what's going to happen when I get to heaven? I'm going to deny you. <laughs> I'm going to deny you. And you don't want him to deny you. You don't want you don't want that deny. So let's get bold about sharing the gospel when God puts things on our hearts, sharing those and not being afraid to share with others our love for Christ. No person on this earth should weigh more to you than God. So Ephesians 3 and 14, I'm reading that over you today. And I hope you read Psalms 91 over yourself. We'll read that as the Lord leads. But today we're going to we're going to read Ephesians 3:14. It says for this reason I bow my knees. Be- Hold on. Thank you Holy Spirit. And it's not up to you whether or not the person eats it, right? <laughs> or whether or not the person digests it or if you're figuring out if a particular person watches it. That's not what sharing the gospel is about. All you got to do is put it out there and then watch what God does. So it, I've seen it. He'll tap a person and say, go back to that video, right? He'll, he'll tap a person and say, go back to the video. Or somebody might see the painting behind me, or somebody might see my bracelet and say, what is she wearing? And I, before you know it, the Holy Spirit will catch them up. So I'm praying that a holy boldness is upon you and you share the gospel like never before. That's what we need for kingdom. We need it everywhere. We need it everywhere. We were, yes, Joyce, you got to be more concerned about the souls of the people on your timeline. You got to be concerned about the souls of the people in your business. If you got a, a business, put the gospel on in your business. If people don't want to come to your business because of the gospel, bye. Now, if you work in a corporation and they don't allow that, right? Put it in your ear or send it along to someone else. And But if your office don't care, you better put some word and some gospel on it, some, some word on in your office. Someone may be delivered and get set free. So let me read this. It says Ephesians, this is Ephesians 3 and 14. It says, for this reason, I bow my knees before the father from whom every family in heaven on earth derives his name, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend what all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far, far more abundantly all that we ask or think according to the power that works with them, us to be him, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever amen forever and ever amen right my god that is so good so i'm just praying today that you be strengthened in power and might in his spirit and his inner man so christ is dwell in your heart this morning i woke up and i heard the lord say to me pray for your friends and so i need you to know i prayed for my friends all five thousand of my facebook friends all three thousand of my instagram friends all my youtube friends everybody that i have a friend all my twitter friends all my high school classmates uh people at church i just started thinking and praying for my friends so know for a fact today that you have been prayed for that you've been prayed for that lmj paused and prayed prayed for you like i that LMJ paused and he prayed for you. 
I know, Miss Jeanette, I love when God does that divinely. So we are in Ephesians 1, and we're covering our next spiritual blessing. And I am reading out of um, my Christian Standard Bible. And this is, we've been talking about the spiritual blessings. If this is your first time logging on, you can catch uh, the earlier this week. This started Friday. You can go back and catch Friday on YouTube. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, go get subscribed to the YouTube channel. Um, it just, it don't, it's no benefit. It don't cost anything. It just gives you updates when I load new videos or put things out there. And so we are in a, a spirit, the spiritual blessing today says I am favored. And I know some of you have probably read this and was like, where's the favor of God written in this, but I'm going to show this to you. Um, and it is actually, we're going into the sixth verse and the sixth verse says to the praise of his glorious grace that he lavished on us in the beloved one. And so when I'm saying to you that we are favored, what I'm saying to you is that you are accepted, right? That you are accepted and you are, you are accepted in the beloved. And this is related to grace, right? This is related to grace. I'm saying that you're accepted in the beloved and this is related to grace. This is related to, this is related to grace. And it gives the idea of making us graceful or favorable through Christ. So you have been made graceful or favorable through Christ, the beloved of God. Christ was, is, is God's beloved. And so you've been made graceful or favorable through the beloved of Christ. So when we put on Christ, when we make a decision to act in Christ, when we make a decision to renew our mind and we become more like Christ, then God sees our lovely, his crisis loveliness when he looks at us and that brings us favor. So we know that the blood of Christ has taken away the guilt of our sins. And as we stand before the father, we stand before him accepted. We stand before him beloved. And this is not something that you can do on your own. You stand before him accepted and beloved because of Jesus Christ. So God is your source. We're at this point where we understand God is our source. We should. God is our source for all spiritual benefits of being in Christ Jesus, right? And so God is relating these blessings or, or as bestowed these blessings upon us, upon the redemptive power of Jesus Christ. It's God's good pleasure to bless us. It's God's good pleasure to extend his grace. Father God, his purpose, his will, all of this is found in these sp spiritual blessings that the source is Christ. So I said, I need you to say that I'm not the source. I'm not the source. I really need you to get that and understand that I'm not the source. And I need you to say other people are not the source. The source to these spiritual blessings are from Christ. That's where the source of these spiritual blessings is for those that are in Christ, right? In him that have been adopted through Jesus Christ and God's grace in the beloved, right? Is what gives us favor. And I'm going to show you this. Remember, we started talking about Esther and I can't really read everything in Esther. So if you've never read Esther, go read Esther. But God's grace in the beloved because we've been adopted, because we've been forgiven of our sins, right? God alone is the source of spiritual blessings. I'm not the source and nor is anyone else the source. Christ is the only access, my God. 
Say that to yourself so that you don't start thinking that other people are your source. Christ is the only source of my spiritual blessings. Christ is the only way that I get access to being chosen, to being redeemed, to being loved the way that I'm supposed to be loved, the way that I'm supposed to be loved. Christ is the only access, right? He's the only access. He says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one coming to the father, but by me, John 14, six, you cannot access this with, without Christ. God, God, you cannot access this without Christ. You can't go around Christ, right? And so the more that we put Christ on, the more, come on, Holy Spirit, thank you for this. The more that we act in Christ, the more that we um, act in the beloved, my God, then it begins to position us in favor. My God, it begins to put, so the more that we submit our will, the more we seek first the kingdom of heaven and all of his righteousness, we become, the more we love like Christ, the more we renew our minds and we become in the likeliness of Christ, then God sees our loveliness and that's the loveliness that positions us for favor. Baby, your favor ain't got nothing to do with you. It's got to do with the Christ in you. It's got to do with the Christ. Your favor has absolutely nothing to do with you. And I'm going to help you with this today because when God started showing me this today, I was my I was like, "My God, I misunderstood how we activate favor." And I misunderstood really what you were saying. You were saying I'm favored because of grace. My God, you were saying I'm favored because of Christ. That's what you're saying to me when you're saying, you're saying when I, when you say, when I say I'm favored, I'm saying I'm accepted and beloved to, through Jesus Christ. So there's a few things I need to tell you because I think these have been our mistake. Your favor, your acceptance and your beloved has nothing to do with your advantage over others. I need you to hear this because I think that's been our position when we've been thinking and thinking we need a God for favor. Your, your favor has nothing to do with your advantage over others. It has nothing to do with your advantage because all of us who have chosen to walk into the likeliness of Christ, God sees us all the same way. So your favor in Christ, for those of us that are in Christ, not for those of us that have not received Christ yet, but though for those of us in Christ, it has nothing to do with your vantage over other. It has to do with who and what he is and what he wants you to do for kingdom, right? So when I'm accepted in the beloved, it's related to God's grace for me. That does not negate grace for others. That does not that does not negate grace for others. That does not misposition or misalign others. And I'm going to show you something significant through Esther for you to be, be be able to receive this and understand this, right? So when I understand that I'm accepted in the beloved, I begin to look at this a little different, and I begin to understand. Wait a minute, my favor doesn't put me into competition. Um, my favor doesn't knock someone else out. My favor—that's not what favor is doing. 
Favor is positioning me. The more I become in the likeliness of Christ, the more that God sees my loveliness, the beloved and the accepted is positioning me for favor. And when you leave me today, you're going to get a different revelation of favor and you're going to pursue favor differently. You're going to want favor differently because you're going to understand what favor does for you, right? You're going to, you're going to get what favor does for you. But let me give you this Romans 11 and 17. It says, if some of the branches have been broken off and you through a wild olive shoot have been grafted in among the others, grafted means to be inserted and now sharing the nurturing sap from the olive root, sharing in what we're supposed to get from Christ. Do not consider yourself to be superior. You got to get this. Do not consider yourself to be superior to those other branches. If you do consider this, you do not support the root. The root is Christ. The root is God, but the root supports you. You don't support the root. Your support, you're not supporting the root. Your favor, your gifts, your talents, you're, you're not that important to the kingdom. God is the source of the kingdom. You're just a resource. You're an extension of him, right? He says, you will say then branches were broken off so that I can be gathered in. You've got to understand that I am not supposed to at any time consider myself superior because it looks like God's favor is working in my life. That's why he says, humble yourself. That's why he says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Because anytime you assert yourself as being superior, right? Anytime you assert yourself as being superior because you see God's favor working in your life, then you are not acting as humble. And so we have to understand his, his I'm accepted in the beloved because I'm walking in the likeliness of Christ. Then God sees my loveliness. And when God sees my loveliness, this is what positions me for favor. This is what positions me for favor. So let me give you a little bit more clarity on what grace. Grace means to adorn, to decorate, to embellish, to dignify. So when I am walking in grace, grace means to favor, to honor, to supply with a heavenly grace, right? And it's unmerited, right? This is by grace. Grace is favorable influence of God. Grace is divine influence or the influence of the spirit. My God, first renewing and renewing our heart, right? Teaching us how to restrain from sin and then positioning us because we are accepted in the beloved and positioning us for favor through, through Christ Jesus. My God, position us through favor through Christ Jesus. So when we say we are favored, we are dressed or adorned in God's grace. Man, that's some revelation this morning. We are dressed or we are adorned in God's grace. So when someone is saying you're well favored, what they're saying is you have a good countenance. You have a good appearance. You're starting to look like Christ. You're starting to look like God. You're starting to tap into the places that you're supposed to. You're having, you're seen as God. You're seen as kingdom. When you're well favored, you're seen as kingdom. We're, we're, I'm seen as kingdom. My appearance has changed in the image, into the image of Christ because of grace. And that's bringing me God's favor. My, that's bringing me God's favor. So when I look at this differently and understand that I'm favored because I'm accepted in the beloved 
And because the more that I renew my mind in the word, the more I come into the image of Christ Jesus. That's why distractions were sent so that you couldn't um, understand the fullness of, I ain't got to earn this. <laughs> I, this ain't all about my talents and gifts. I'm not my, my source. And so in a minute, I'm going to tell you when you begin, come on now, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When I begin to receive that, I do have favor. But the reason that I have favor is because I'm accepted by the beloved. Because the beloved accepts me. And because the beloved has accepted me and I'm renewing my mind and I'm positioning myself and I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to transform me, then when God's favor is apparent in my life, when his kingdom is active in my life, right? When I'm seeing the favor of God transform every circumstance and situation, it's because I understand that I'm accepted by the love and the, the loveliness of Christ comes on me. And then God says, oh, she's ready for this. Oh, oh, she's, she's in position. She's in position for this, right? She's ready for this because I see the loveliness of Christ on her. She's ready to handle this. So let me take you to Esther real quick and just show you how her, her favor. So we talked about Vashadi and we talked about how Esther got in position. And I want you to see Esther's favor. And I want you to understand why God positioned Esther for favor, right? Why she was in position to be able to receive this. She was very beautiful. She was very lovely. Um, Mordecai had adopted her um, and the, the king has made a decree. And so it says, and this is Esther, the second chapter, starting at the eighth verse. It says, Esther, along with many other young women, were brought to the king's harem at the fortress of Susa and placed in Haggai's care. Now, while we're in the Old Testament, remind yourself that all scripture is profitable. Stop thinking the Old Testament is not profitable. All scripture is profitable. All scripture is profitable. So, um, so Haggai, when she gets in position, right, she was brought into the king's harem. Mind you, she's a Jew. She's not even supposed to be there. She's a Jew. She's not even supposed to be there. She's so, but she's so beautiful. And, and because she's in the likeliness of God, because she's in position, because, um, she's been accepted, because she's been chosen, because she was accepted, she was chosen. You got to see this in the spirit. Because she was accepted, because she was chosen, and she's in position, right? There's a Susa. And, and then she was placed in Haggai's care. Haggai was very impressed with Esther, right? He was very impressed with her. And so he begins to treat her quite, quite kindly. And so he quickly ordered a special menu for her and provided her with beauty treatments. He, her, the favor is on her. And he knows what it takes to get to the king. I'm trying not to throw nothing at y'all. He knows. Haggai knows. See, there's always someone in position. I'm just telling you. That's why you need favor. That's why you need to understand how to be accepted and beloved and understand how to come. There's always someone in position to give you the instruction to teach you how to get to the places that you need to get to so that you can experience and do what you were called to do. Haggai was impressed with her. So he quickly ordered a special menu for her. She had to eat certain things, right? And he provided her with beauty treatments. He also assigned her seven maids specially chosen from the king's palace and he moved her. He didn't leave her amongst everybody else. He moved her. He moved her and her maids into the best place in the harem. He put them in the best place. He put her in the best environment for her to become conducive to where she had to go. 
right? That she's positioned, she's accepted, she's chosen, she's beloved. She she is, and so she he begins to position her. Esther had not told anyone of her nationality and family background. It wasn't necessary for them to understand why she had the favor, and they didn't need to understand all the other because Mordecai had told her not to. Every day, Mordecai would take a walk near the courtyard of the harem to find out about Esther and what was happening. Before each young woman was taken to the king's bed, she was given the prescribed 12 months of beauty treatment, six months in oil, myrrh, followed by six months with special perfumes and ointment. When it was time for her to go to the king's palace, she was given her choice of whatever clothing or jewelry she wanted to take from the harem. She didn't, she had, a, she was given her choice. She was given choices because she was in position. She was given choices. She was giving earthly blessings because she was in position because she was in the right position because she was favored that even if she was taken to the king's private rooms and the next morning she was brought to the second harem where the king's wives lived there she would be under the care of Shashkaz, the king's eunuch in charge of the concubines she would never go to the king again unless he had specially enjoyed her and requested her by name esther was the daughter and it talks about her heritage when it was Esther's turn to go to the king, she accepted the advice of Haggai, the eunuch in charge of the harem. She asked for nothing except what he suggested, and she was admired. So she was given the wisdom that she needed in the place that she was positioned in which God's favor was on her life. And, 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 and it says here, and I'm going to stop there, and the king loved Esther more than any of the other young women. He was so delighted with her that he set the royal crown on her head and declared her queen instead of Ashti. To celebrate the occasion, he gave a great banquet, right? And Esther is favored and she put in position. Well, we understand that Esther is put in position because she has something to do. Your favor is not for you. Your favor is not for you. So if you thought your favor was about your, your earthly blessings, my God, if you thought your favor was about your earthly blessings, then you've been out of position. And the reason that the favor is not working because you're so consumed with the earthly blessings, the favor that's on your life, the reason you're accepted by the beloved, the reason why God chose you, the reason why God redeemed you, the reason why God called you, the reason why God is positioning you is for you to be in divine alignment for your assignment. Now, in that, you're going to be blessed and taken care of. In that, you're going to be blessed and taken care of. But he was positioning you so that you could get in divine assignment for a divine alignment for you. Your favor ain't for you. Your favor wasn't for you. Your favor ain't for you. That's not what your favor is for. Your favor is not for it. Ain't got no, it, it ain't for you. It's for such a time as this. It's for you to be positioned and to get in position so God can get the glory out of your life. Your favor ain't about your house. Can I tell you something? If God blesses you with a house, then you've got to begin to ask God, what am I supposed to do in this neighborhood? He's not positioning you for a house just for you to be in a house. If God blesses you or puts you in a position of a new job, he's not positioning you just for you to get your bills paid. He's positioning you so that you can be in position at that job. He's calling you into your kingdom assignment. He's calling you into the place in which you are to act as deliverer. He's calling you. If he positioned you to be a 
mother, it's not for you to lord over your kids or brag on your kids. It's for you to be in position to raise kingdom kids. He's calling you into position for your divine assignment. When he favors you, when God blesses you in your womb, he's calling you into position for your divine assignment. When he calls you into teaching, it's not so you can brag and boast on all your accolades about how great of a teacher you are. He's calling you into position because he needs you in position in kingdom to teach. When he calls you into medicine, he's not calling you into position in medicine for your glory or for you to talk about your accolades. He's calling you into position in a medicine because he needs you. He's putting favor on your life because he needs you in the position. He needs you into position. Your favor is not for you. Your favor was never about you. Now in that, you're going to get all the earthly blessings, but you got to ask God, why is he positioning me? When he gives you your new vehicle, right? When God gives you your car, he's putting you in the position so that your car can go to work for him. How am I using my car, God, for your glory? When he increases your salary, I'm going to tell a story. Chala, are you on here? If Chala is on here, I'm getting ready to tell a little bit of her, her business. I hope she doesn't mind. When God positioned Chala in an increase, the first thing Chala did was send me a message and said, God increased me so that I could get in position for kingdom. And then she increased her giving. <laughs> then she increased her giving. She said, this isn't just for me. God is positioning me for kingdom. <laughs> and then she increased. She honored God with it. And she increased her giving because God validated for her, for her, that her promotion and the position that he was calling her to was not for herself. God will give you a divine intervention when you are properly prepared. We talked about preparation yesterday. When you are properly prepared, when you are seasoned, when you smell like oil, when you lock for Christ. So when you're asking God for favor, you're asking him for divine intervention. When you ask God for favor, you're asking him to take you out of yourself. When, when you ask God for favor, you're asking him to be effective for kingdom. Favor ain't for you. Favor ain't for you. You're going to get earthly blessings behind it, right? Matthew tells us, why are you worried about what you're going to wear, what you're going to live, what you're going to eat? Pagans run after these things. Pagans run after these things because they've made these things God. Favor means I'm submitting to the will of God. That's why I said ain't no competition in you. We all got a position in kingdom. We all got a position in kingdom. There's a place in, in, in which God needs you to, to reside and God needs to reside in you. And so he's trying to get more Jesus in you so that God can begin to recognize. So you can begin to recognize your loveliness so that he can see that you're mature enough. So he can see that you're prepared enough so that you can see he can see that you're ready for what. He, so it's not that it's not working. It's it's just that you thought your favor was for you. <laughs> Your favor is not for you. God needs to divinely align you so that you can get into your position in kingdom and do what you're supposed to do. So you got to retract and back your mind up and begin to ask yourself and, and ask God to show you and repent. That's what I did this morning. I said, Lord, I'm so I've looked at favor so wrong. And so when you're asking God for favor with officials and you're asking God for favor, it's you're asking him position me so that I can do what I'm supposed to do for you in government so that I can do what I'm supposed to do for you in my neighborhood. I'm, if I'm positioned in real estate, 
It is not for me just to consume and to make millions of dollars. It's a position given to me in kingdom. If I'm positioned in law, if I'm positioned as a judge, it's for me to be positioned in kingdom. It is not just for my accolades. It is not just for my favor. He is gracing me with this. He is positioning me in this. And some of us have been out of position for so long. Some, some of us have been out of position for so long because we thought our favor was about us because we wanted to boast and brag in riches. We wanted to boast and brag in our cars. And we thought that our cars were for us to be able to tell people, look how God blessed me. Your car ain't no blessing if God ain't getting no glory out of it. Your house ain't no blessing if God not getting no glory out of it. Your ministry ain't no blessing if God's not getting no glory out of it. It's, your job ain't no blessing if God ain't getting no glory out of it. Them, them ain't no blessing. If God ain't, if your stuff ain't being used for kingdom, God, that's material. All that stuff fades away. You won't have none of that on the other side. So when I'm asking God to favor me, what I'm saying is divinely align my will with yours. Divinely align my will with yours so that I can be in position for kingdom. So that I can be in position for kingdom. I was caught. That's why some of y'all are. So, I Okay, Holy Spirit told me not to say it. But thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, you matter. So when I'm asking God for position, I'm asking him for favor. I'm asking him to position me. Esther is a very good example of God positioning. Because she goes to save a race of people. So if you've been trying to figure out whether or not God chose you, whether or not he loved you, he is. He just needs you to become more in the image of Christ. So that you, he can see the loveliness and that you're ready so that he can position you to walk in what you need to. This devotional changed my life this morning and changed my perspective. It changed my life and it changed my perspective. And the reason it changed my life and it changed my perspective, because I understood when I'm asking you for favor, I'm not asking you for me. I'm asking you to position me so that I can be used more for your glory no more that's why it's taking time because he's got to mentally get you in a position and place so that you can walk into the fullness of what you you got to be prepared some of us are not prepared yet let me read i'm gonna close us out with psalms 91 and we're gonna go i hope you receive that word today it says those who live in the shelter and this is the new living translation version of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty this i declare about the lord he alone is my refuge my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him for he will rescue me from every trap and protect me from deadly disease. He will cover me with his feathers. He will shelter me with his wings. His faithful promises are my armor and protective. Do not be afraid of the terror at night, nor the arrow that flies in day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will fish, crush lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and I will give them salvation. I need to give you something real. I need to give you something real quick. 
I need to give you something real quick. I need you to do me a favor. Well, the Lord needs you to do me a favor. I need you to, I need you, I need, I need you to, uh, I need you to understand this. I think this is Malachi in the third one voice, the third voice. I think it's Malachi in the third verse, third verse. I'm going to look this up, but it talks about the temple messenger and the temple messenger are the angels. It may be an Ecclesiastes I'm looking for, it. but what the scripture simply says is do not make an oath or a vow or a promise to God that you know you're not going to keep. So don't ask God to bless you and give you something, right? And you, 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 you're not going to do what he asked. And so if that has been you, if you have been, if you promise God, Lord, if you give me this husband, if you give me this house, you give me this job, I'm going to do this. And you have not done it. Repent today. Like repent, like repent, repent today. Repent for not honoring your oaths. Repent for not honoring your vows. Repent for when you've asked God for favor. And I'll find that scripture. I think it's, is it, I think it's Ecclesiastes. But repent and ask. Because once the angel hears what you say, he takes it to God. He gives it to God and says, well, they swore by oath. Right? And so it's a condition. It's something you put out there. And so if you swore to God, you were going to do this, 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 this. Lord, if you bless me with this, I'll do this. And you have not done it. And God blessed you with it. Go on and repent so that you can reset order in your house. That that's a word of that's a word for somebody. That's gonna repent. That's a word of knowledge for somebody. Go on and repent. Ask to search your heart and say, Lord, have I promised you anything and then not honor honored what I promised, right? That <laughs> if I promised you that I would start and I didn't, if I promised you that I would commit and I didn't, just go ahead and repent and reset that. So that God can begin to get your house in order. I, and I'll find that scripture. And I, because I, I have it highlighted. I think it's in Ecclesiastes. But I'll find that scripture for you to back it up in word. I'm not just telling you something out of this. I'm telling you by the spirit. And this came to me. Just go ahead and print, repent. So that as you, oh, found it. Ecclesiastes 5 and the fourth verse. When you make a promise to God, don't delay in following through. For God takes no pleasure in fools. Keep all the promises you make to him. It is better to say nothing than to make a promise and not keep it. Don't let your mouth make you sin. And don't defend yourself by telling the temple messenger that the promise you made was a state mistake. That would make God angry and he might wipe out everything you have achieved. Talk is cheap like daydreams and other useless activities. Fear God instead. And if you made a promise or a commitment to someone else and you've not followed through, that fault that 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 that's here too if you told somebody you was going to support or love or bless them or do something for them that you need to go, you need to repent you need to tell them i'm sorry i did not do what i said i was gonna do and restore order because that's your integrity and your character and god will deal with you on that that's ecclesiastes five and six, five and six and God will deal with you on that and God will begin to uh, restore you. But go on to reset order with that print. I love y'all. <laughs> May his face shine upon you today. May the blessing of the Lord. I want it to capture, to you, capture you today. May it be rich and add no sorrow. I love you so much, but more than anything, God loves you. And I hope after today you understand what favor is really about.
And that you, when you begin to ask for favor, you're asking God to divinely position you so that you can be used for his glory, that you can be used for his glory, that you can be used for his glory. So when you're asking him for the house, ask him to put you in a neighborhood that you can be used for his glory. When you're asking him for the job, ask him for the job so you can be used for his glory. When you're asking him for the car, ask him for the car so you can be used for the glory, his glory. When you're asking him for the husband, ask him so you can be used for his glory. When you're praying about babies, ask him so for, for the fact that you want to be used for his glory. I love y'all so much. May his bless. I'm telling you, may his face shine upon you. If his face shine is shining upon you, there's nothing nobody can do. The blessing will run you down and overtake you. I'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Do me a favor. Go be loved. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.